Hi, this is Jason of the Gimmick Minute Wrestling Podcast. This is a bonus episode that we're posting. This is actually the first episode of the Fanboy Flight Club Podcast, also part of the Media Junkie family. You'll recognize a few voices, myself as well as Michael from the Gimmick Minute Wrestling Podcast are on this show. This is actually the original podcast that kind of got us all started, and we kind of fizzled out after a little while, but uh, under the new Media Junkie low flag we basically decided to bring it all back so hopefully you enjoy it just a bunch of nerds arguing about nerd things so uh give us some feedback at media junkie vids or at live your gimmick let us know what you think thanks i've never watched it all the way through but i know it's a long fucking movie i'm 82 years old and i have to go to bed at 10 fuck you (laughs) Rip a finger off and shove it up my ass. You always talk about the fanboy fight club. Hello, fanboys and girls, and welcome to the new Fanboy Fight Club podcast brought to you by Media Junkies. This is the original podcast that kind of brought us all together we're bringing it back now with a new format uh first i'm going to introduce you to the fanboys and you're going to quickly find out where the fight club part comes in second we're going to go around the horn everybody's going to get a chance to share their opinions on something they're reading watching or playing and then it's time for the main event so nostalgia fans make sure you stay tuned you can follow this show and everything else media junkie has to offer on instagram and twitter at media junkie vids You can also check out um, our YouTube channel for all the different content we have on that at youtube.com slash media junkie. So make sure you subscribe to our channels. And if you have Apple podcasts, give us a five-star review. So to start things off, my name is Jason. I'm kind of tasked with trying to keep these guys in line on tonight's show. We have media junkies member members, Wes, Jamar, Michael, and Jake. So it's time to kind of go around the horn. We're going to start with Wes. How are you doing today, man? I'm doing great. I just want to first say, fuck you, Mike. <laughs> wow, rude. <laughs> Way to start it off. All right. Thank and uh, what, uh, what's going on with you? Yeah, so, uh, so I kind of want to bring up a topic. I want to see what you guys think. But uh, Disney's obviously remaking all their movies, and the Mulan trailer dropped. It has nothing to do with Lion King or anything like that, so I figured this is an okay topic to talk about. Now, the Mulan trailer dropped. No Mushu. And no singing. And personally, I, I dig it. I think this is one of the only films Disney has that they can pull this off because it's a big period piece with live action humans. And I think it'd be really fucking weird if a little talking dragon was walking around with them. What do you guys think? Okay, so, I'm just going to cut everybody off. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jake. But I just have to be said and I have to be heard. Mulan is by far my favorite Disney movie um, even tops Lion King, but Lion King still holds a very special spot in my heart. I'm going to make this really quick. I was ready to fucking trash this trailer. Like I was going to be so mad. Like, how are you not going to have the best classic songs? But I watched it and it changed my mind. I'm fully on board with it. Don't need Moshu. It was fun to have him. We can watch the animated series or animated movie. That's all good. The main thing I actually, you know, we were talking earlier. I teared up at the trailer because you can hear the music in the score and that's gonna that's gonna make me happy so that's all i wanted to say i'm not gonna fight with you guys yeah no i i wasn't gonna fight either i was just gonna say that uh uh rumors flying around disney and disney insiders is that mushu is in the movie and there's yeah, a couple of different options that are happening uh one is it is still a dragon and it's voiced by kevin hart 
Two is they changed it into a Phoenix. And the third one is it, they changed it into a Phoenix and it's still being voiced by Kevin Hart. So Can it not be voiced by Kevin Hart? They're uh, going to probably not. They're going to pull okay. me out. I'm okay He's with the Kevin modern Hart. day Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Eddie Murphy? Yeah. I'm okay with Kevin Hart doing the voice. I have no problem with that. I don't. I, why, but Jason, why do you have a problem with Kevin Hart doing the voice? What's wrong with Kevin Hart? It just seems like it just seems like he's in everything. I'd just rather have somebody just something new. I guess. No, no, no. You're, you're thinking of Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> no, he, he he's right. Well, he's they right. go hand in hand. <laughs> <laughs> he's in every movie that the Rock's in. <laughs> well, I right, would. Well, well I, I was just gonna say my only problem with Kevin Hart. That I, I mean, he's. I love Kevin Hart. He's awesome, but he has a huge personality, and I feel like sometimes when he's in movies as a side character, he kind of steals the show. And I would rather it be focused more on, you know, Mulan. Yeah, I think the All most right. exciting thing about it is what we we got to cut it off. We got we right. got to keep right. it moving. We can keep move moving. this to the Discord chat, so we have a Discord chat set up. We can even have fans come in and they can join in on the discussion and everything like that too. But to keep things moving, so we don't make this a two-hour show, let's go on to Michael. Uh, I mean, I haven't really been up to much. I randomly turned on Fortnite and discovered that they have scoops ahoy from Stranger Things in the new mall, which that was a surprise. <laughs> Wow. Hmm. What's Fortnite? <laughs> <laughs> Did you mean so Fork mo- Knife? <laughs> so they moved on from Marvel and these days? I don't get it. What is it? It's that's actually funny that you brought that up because I was me bring up something, but I, I'm gonna talk about something else, of course. The streaming seems like to be dropping like hours like yeah. watch for, for Fortnite, like so hmm. Maybe it isn't as popular. It's still doing crazy, but it's you know. it's because TFT is a thing now, and and anything League of Legends related, even remotely, is going to dominate Twitch for probably about a month or two. We'll see uh, if that's... it can stay. But TFT or uh, Team Fight Tactics, for those who don't know, is huge right now, and uh, players from like all types of games are now trying to be competitive in that because it's a lot less. Um. I don't know how I want to say this about offending people. Uh, technically challenging, like it's hard to get really, really good at, but it has a lower learning curve, so people can jump in it pretty quick. But hmm. all right, all right, cool. All right, well, let's move on to Jake. Jake, what have you been up to? What's what's on your mind? Uh, no, I mean, uh, try to keep up on movies and stuff as much as I can. And I read today that they are giving the 007 title in the next movie to. The actress that played uh, Maria Rambo, I believe her name was, in the Captain Marvel movie. So there's going to be a strong, independent black woman as the new 007. The title of 007, not a new James Bond. They're not turning her into Jamie Bond or anything like that. <laughs> but I am waiting for the internet to implode. Like I, like, I know it already has started, but it's just going to be like Ariel, like when they recast Ariel, which was another big stupid thing. Like, oh my god, I, the internet is dumb. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> all right well that actually kind of transitions i think into uh jamar what, what what's uh what's on your mind yeah I, I was gonna bring that up actually i thought way to get us kicking and getting going into disney but with you know the news of her becoming 007 and then we have a black ariel um i just thought it was interesting like the i don't know i guess I, i'm curious how you guys feel i mean if you guys don't know i'm black but uh, I just think it's wait. That it's just, wasn't the segue. <laughs> no, I I just I honestly think it's interesting. I mean, personally, I would have 
Idris Alba as just becoming James Bond. I don't know. That's probably never going to happen, but it's okay. But the whole aerial news, like I read it and I was like, oh, cool. That makes sense. I mean, she's a mermaid on an island. I mean, she's, why wouldn't she be right. an islander type of girl? Like, you know, so. So people are getting mad. So the original story was written by a, a Danish dude, right? You know, Hans Christian Anderson and everything. Um, and everyone's like trying to say that like it needs to stay that way. But like, honestly, like I haven't really seen too many Danish redheads. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, it it's a mythical creature. So like Jamar said, like it could be whatever fucking color it wants. They could make her fucking purple. But I like that they're changing, from what I've heard, they're changing it to be set in the Caribbean, not in Denmark, right? So it is much more, you know, fitting to have her be, you know, a black girl that is from that area. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. that look, that natural like look. Like Rihanna. Like Rihanna, you know? Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, you know, I, it people can't they sit there and they're like, Oh, well, you know, the original uh, author made her blah, blah, blah. Disney made her blah, blah, blah. But like, you can't use the original author or the title, a little mermaid, like the book it, because like that book is terrible. Like <laughs> she is not a good person. She turns into sea foam at the end. She dies at the end of it, essentially, because the dude like doesn't Whoa. want her at the end of it. Spoilers. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then Damn. she had like there's a part where like she has to dance until like her feet liter literally bleed just to impress right. the prince. Like it, you can't use that as like your basis for anything for Little Mermaid. Like just because it shares the title and like the main character's name. Um, but you know, so that that's my piece on that. Like I don't care. Like I'm all for it. Like all right. So well, Jake, Jake dropping some knowledge. <laughs> yeah, the, the last thing I think is just like a live action movie, like when you take an and you create it and turn it into live action, it doesn't necessarily have to be beat for beat the animation, right? Like, that's it's kind of changing the story, you know, adding new things to it. I think that's okay. Yeah, definitely. And that's going to segue into what's going to be our main event topic for today. So the main event is basically, it's going to be set up a little bit differently than how we've done Fanboy Fight Club in the past. So because Lion King has received some unfavorable reviews and uh, some of Disney's 90 remakes have been kind of hit or miss and, you know, some, some topics of discussion. Tonight, Michael, Jamar, and Wes are going to go ahead and argue what 90s animated property that they want to remake in live action action and just basically kind of set up like what the cast would be and just how it'd be structured and just kind of let us know why they think theirs would be better so this is the rules for the main event so this is how it's going to go so uh every week there's gonna be three of us that are going to ballot out over a topic or two of us depending on however many are, are gonna, however many of us are going to be on we're going to have two judges tonight which tonight's gonna be myself and jake because we're gonna sit this one out and let them kind of have it out and uh you could we're gonna kind of pick who we think's the winner and you can also anybody that's listening can let us know who you think won by tweeting us at media junkie vids so like i said this week it's gonna be michael wes and jamar and they decide to step up to the plate and uh basically what they're gonna do is they're gonna give us their 90s property that they want to they want to remake in live action so they're gonna have a, a little bit of time for their opening round to let us know what the movie is gonna be how they're going to break it down and who their cast is going to be. And then basically they're going to have a three 30 second rounds where they're going to let us know why their idea is better. And while the other two's basically suck ass. So that's kind of where the fight club part comes in. 
if you if you kind of catch where the the title of the show is going. Um, Are we, we trying to say sucking ass is a negative thing? Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, it's man. Twenty nineteen. Hey, all right, okay, yeah. I guess it, it can't always be a negative thing. All right, so let's go ahead and get this started. <laughs> so, if you couldn't tell, Jesus Jason's Christ. the oldest member of our group. Yeah, he's a little out of touch. Yeah, yeah. I've I've, I've never had a. Yeah, never mind. I'm not gonna. Yeah. <laughs> let's 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 not get into my kinks. Um, oh, so man. basically, basically, uh, who who wants to start us off, Mike? No, oh, actually, I have. So you know, I I went ahead and made the the round rotations for the three rounds in the. Oh, all season. right. Well, Jake, there oh. you go. Yeah. Wow. So round one, which uh, from how I understand it, it is uh, going to be like what you're remaking and how you're going to structure it. Um, will be Wes first, followed by Jamar, and then Mike. Why do so, you hate me? Wes, <laughs> you get to go first. All right, that sounds good. <clears throat> All right, so what property do I want to bring back from the 90s animated for a live-action film or TV series? And mine is Futurama. Now, hear me out. Great show. Uh, it's a cartoon. has a lot of great humor. Still holds up to this day. And it's one of the cartoons that you can watch on TV that just kind of just takes your heart and rips it in half and makes you want to cry Jurassic Bark all the way. So here's my cast. Fry. You know, there are many great choices you could do for Fry. Chris Pratt, you know, is an option. Uh, Conan O'Brien, it looks the part. He's too old, so you got to get rid of him. But the person I'm going to pick for my Fry is Seth Green. I think he could pull it off. I think he's the right hype for it. For Bender, we're going to keep Bender a CGI character, so he's still going to be a little animated. And we're going to keep John DiMaggio for Bender because no one – could ever be as good as better than Don Gimasio. Leela, I'm going to go with the hottie Mary Elizabeth Weinstead from Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Uh, she would fit perfectly there. Professor Farnsworth, I'm going to go with my homeboy Patrick Stewart. He would be a per- perfect professor, and I'm laughing thinking about it. <laughs> Hermes, Keenan Thompson. That, that's who I would cast in that role, because I want to see Keenan Thompson in every movie I ever see, because he's so freaking funny on Saturday Night Live. Um, Amy, the Asian character. I'm going to go with Jamie Chung from Sucker Punch. Um, I originally had Brenda Song here, but Jamie Chung is a way better actress and better looking than Brenda Song. Zoidberg, kind of like Bender here. We're going to keep the CGI character uh, and keep it as Billy West because nobody could touch Zoidberg like him. You know, I tossed around a few ideas there like Will Ferrell, blah, blah, blah. Nobody would be as good as Billy West. And Zap Brannigan was actually probably the toughest one. I have two people here for Zap Brannigan. You know, it's kind of a toss-up. So Nathan Fillion is pretty much the obvious choice because he's such a cocky ass and everything that he's in, he'd be perfect for it. But Chris Hemsworth fucks. And, you know, he has <laughs> a lot of comedy roles. He can also pull up serious at the same time. So Chris Hemsworth would also be a good option. Uh, but I think I'm going to stick with Nathan Fillion. And the story for this guy is a TV show. So there'd be, obviously, just like the show that you have right now that's animated, It'd be a new story every single week where they're obviously delivering packages in different planets and different dimensions and seeing what this crazy cast of characters are going to get into. And that's what I would bring back. All right. Well, you know, I should have said beforehand, or Jason should have, uh, 30 seconds is definitely in quotes on this. Well, 30 seconds Uh is only supposed to be the in-between. Yeah. Yeah, rounds. This is the introduction. Yeah, the... This is us telling you what we are bringing to the table, our story, our cast. All right. All right. I misunderstood. Then that's fine. Right. Yeah. <laughs> jeez. Jeez, Jake. Try to make yeah. me look bad. Terrible. Line, bitch. Terrible. <laughs> I, I, I had a timer on my phone and everything. I was like, oh, he's still going. 
Um, <laughs> At least you I, didn't interrupt him because then yeah, that one is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, so Jamar, you're up. All right. So I thought long and hard about what I could bring back and do it in a live action that would actually work. Um, in the 90s, I was a Nickelodeon kid. And like most of you, you probably think of Doug, Hey Arnold, Rugrats, Cat Dog, Angry Beavers, all that good shit. Amazing cartoons. There is a show that would be perfect for a live action adaptation, and that's Wild Thornberries. Wild oh, Thornberries will be. I fucking almost thought about that too. Fucking amazing. <laughs> um, for a lot of reasons. One, straight up, Dora the Explorer. Okay, simple as that. Like, why does that exist and not you know Wild Thornberries? But I have a great cast, I think. So I'm just going to ring them off. For Eliza, she's a young little girl, preteen, redhead. I'm going with Sadie Sink. If you guys don't know, that's Max from Stranger Things. I feel like she has a, she has like the fit for it. She's a pretty good actor. I think she could pull it off. She's not as whimsical as Eliza, but I think she could do it. Um, first of all, the first character that I, I casted for this was Nigel. And there is like literally no one better to play this role than Christoph Watts. Like he, his voice, everything. He could do the, hello, I'm Nigel Thornberry. Like he could do that so well. And if you're not hearing it in your head, you're crazy. Uh, Marianne, the wife, um, I thought I needed someone who would fit the role around the age that could be married to him. And I think I wanted went, went in the right direction because I wanted someone that was pretty like a badass that was like the mom that can handle shit, but also badass. So I went with Charlize Theron. And Donnie, if you guys don't know, if for whatever reason, if you were born later than the show was existed, Donnie was a little kid who was just wild and he talked crazy. He was basically an untamed animal and a human. And Originally voiced by Fleet from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, nice little tidbit. <laughs> well, for this, this was actually confusing and kind of. I need someone who's already played like a, a animal, like a, a person, a child who was right, right, where, ugh, can't even say it, raised in the wilderness, and maybe someone who grew up in the jungle. So I went with Neil Steathly. I fucked that name up, but it's the kid who played, uh, uh, fuck, I can't think of his name. And it's from the Jungle Book. Mobley. Um, Mobley. There Mobley. we go. Um, I should have probably typed that in there. Anyways. <laughs> So <laughs> Debbie, which is Eliza's older sister, she was a grunge teenager. She had the flannel, the red shirt underneath, always listening to music. And I need somebody that's going to be like fit for 2019. And grunge isn't really a thing. Um, so I need like the new grunge, which is like to me, like the dark pop star. So like who could be a dark pop star? I'm going with Billie Eilish. You may not love her. But I feel like she is like the perfect fit for like just dark, but really not. You know what I mean? And I think that would be perfect. So that's my my Debbie. And for Darwin, I almost went with Chris Hemsworth, but I feel like he does bring a certain goofiness to the role. But I needed someone who had that nice, like British proper accent. So I'm going with the man, Hugh Jackman. He could kill that shit. So right, we're we're just talking about voice though, right? For that, it's still going. Yes, uh, voice. Okay. It is going to be motion capture by Andy Serkis. Actually, I have that in my notes. I was about to say that motion capture by Andy Serkis because why not? <laughs> but yeah, as far as the that's the cast. As far as the idea, I mean, the show writes itself. If you want to adapt it to a movie, you can. But I think it fits better as like a live action TV show. 
um, just because it is that week to week running into different animals um, and helping, but also learning about the animals. And that's where I think wild thornberries was amazing. Family always got into danger, but they worked themselves out. And then Eliza always somehow befriended like random animals. And it was, it was a good show. So there we go. Good luck, bitches. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I'm just going to say right now, Jamar knew what audience he was playing to. I sure did. As soon as I said, <laughs> he well, knew well, I was going to be one of the judges. I was like, for those that the yeah, animal. for those that don't know, I was a zookeeper for uh, 12 years, and I'm still in the animal care field, just doing something a little bit different. Um, so yeah, he he knew what audience he's playing to. So let's see if uh, Mike can I keep mean, it up. I feel like we all had to play to you though, because Jason didn't grow up in the 90s, so he probably hasn't seen most of these properties. I was born in 83. What do you mean I didn't grow up in the 90s? <laughs> Fuck yourself. Now, I will admit, though, I was a little old. Like, I, I was a little old for Wild Thornberries. I never, I never exactly. watched Exactly. By so. the time these cartoons hit, you would have been in high school or older and probably wouldn't have watched them is what I was getting at. Well, I watched Wait, Futurama, though. Weird? I like Futurama. Yeah, is, Futurama's is more of like a family guy thing. Is it weird to watch cartoons in high school? Shit, I, I mean, watch cartoons now. What I did, but right? <laughs> again, it was it was looked down upon. I, I mean, because, I, I watched you know, some, but it was only stuff I liked. I I I just never got into Wild Thornberries because it was at like the tail end of like acceptable age for me. But like Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends was one of my fucking favorite TV shows, <laughs> <laughs> and I was way too old. <laughs> All, All right, right, Mike, so- go ahead. Man, who's hosting this? <laughs> the, he he has this part, remember? I did. I, I just think it's funny because like you start talking, he just like, jumps in there. He's like, "All right, let's get this on." I got the, <laughs> I got this. I got the stopwatch for the next round. So, all right. Um, so I'm I'm honestly surprised that no one took my what I already I have chosen here. Um, I'm going with gargoyles, but instead okay. of doing it as a TV series, I'm making it into a movie. Uh, so it starts off, you're in Scotland, helicopter flies in, guy runs up to, to tell the guy who's getting off the helicopter that they think they found him. It reveals that David Santos is being played by the fucking voice of the 90s, Kevin Conroy. Then we move back to New York. He's doing experiments on the different gargoyle statues, trying to figure out how to bring them back to life. There's an explosion that destroys one of them, releases a bunch of energy. Uh, the next day, uh, Detective Eliza Mazza, played by Aubrey Plaza, comes oh. to his office to try to figure out what's going on. She doesn't get anywhere. He sends her on her way. On her way back to the station, she sees someone getting mugged. She tries to help him, chases the perp into an alley, and that's where she first meets uh, Brooklyn, who was the Red Gargoyle, for anyone who doesn't know which name was which, which I had to double check because I wasn't sure either. Um, <laughs> Brooklyn stops the perp. She kind of panics. He introduces himself, and he is being voiced by Keanu Reeves. Hmm. Then uh, both Broadway and Lexington kind of come out of the shadows and introduce themselves. Broadway being voiced by Ryan Reynolds and Lexington being voiced by Lin-Manuel Miranda. She panics. She pulls a gun. She uh, Next thing you know, Goliath drops down in front of her. The gargoyle's theme hits. He, he grabs the gun out of her hand, and you find out he's being voiced by Lawrence Fishburne. That's right. Motherfucking Morpheus is, is Goliath <laughs> in this. 
she panics. She tries to go to run away. Next thing you know, Hudson drops down uh, on the other side of the alleyway, stopping her from being able to go. And he's being voiced by Ewan McGregor. They kind of have their Ninja Turtles meet April O'Neil moment where they're kind of like trying to explain to her, like, hey, this is what's going on. Please don't, you know, be afraid. We're, we're friendly. Uh, so you kind of go on to like them kind of getting to know each other. They, uh, she kind of tries to help them find a new place, a new home within this like whole new time period that they've not recognized of New York. Uh, meanwhile, you've got David Zantos trying to figure out where the fuck his gargoyles went. Cause all of a sudden all his, his stone gargoyles just disappeared in his busted up lab. He starts to do some investigating. He finds out that, uh, you know, Eliza may be in on it and maybe helping protect them and hide them. So she, uh, he tries to uh, interrogate her. He brings her into his office. He starts to get a little uh, threatening, a little physical. And next thing you know, they bust through the window to uh, help her. Uh, Goliath kind of confronts him. Whole big thing, but it's okay because he's fucking Kevin Conroy. He was Batman at one point, so he was prepared. He's got all sorts of drones and other robots and shit ready to fight the gargoyles. There's a huge battle. Uh, next thing you know, Hudson knocks Goliath out of the way to save him and gets himself killed in the process when one of the robots tries to blast him with like a laser or a missile or something. Uh, Goliath falls out of the building and down through the road into the sewers. Uh, the sun rises. The rest of the gargoyles turn to stone uh, before they have a chance to escape. This leads into up to the final battle where Goliath has to confront uh, David one last time to save all of his fellow gargoyles. And that's when David reveals that he now has his very own Mecha Goliath suit. So that way he can go toe to toe with him. The battle rages on. Next thing you know, the entire building starts to come down on him. Uh, It kind of ends the movie there. And then after the credits, the cleanup crews there they're pulling away to debris and you find out that there's stone gargoyles underneath the debris leading up to a gargoyles too damn bonus points to mike for writing a script damn right <laughs> minus bonus points for just typing in what are popular actors into google <laughs> uh, bonus points for having aubrey plaza in it though <laughs> I, I I went and I double checked to try to remember which gargoyle like personalities would work best, and then fucking chose my my actors. I don't know. Once you're like, yeah, Keona Reeves, who's the darling of the internet? He's the <laughs> and then you're hey, like, man. oh yeah, and then and then when you said that you were going to put like Lin Manuel Miranda or something, I was like, does Mike even know who this guy is? Like, <laughs> like Rat- well, fuck you. I like I like Lin Manuel, but I was surprised, too. dude. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, I'll, all right. I'll watch you. anything that he is in. Like I, I, I'm not gonna lie, but Ryan Ryan Reynolds was definitely a placate to the to the nerd audience as well. But <laughs> all right, so let's let's get started with the 30 second round. So uh, Jake, who do you got going next for this one? Uh, Jamar's up first. All right, Jamar, you got 30 seconds on the clock to go ahead and either shit on them or boost up your argument. Go. All right. So a couple things I want to just say. If you're going to make this show live action, you're going to spend the money, spend the money for like the actors and whatnot. You want to make sure you get a profits. So we're going to just say the Wild Thornberries had a the longest syndication out of both of these. Two 15 shows seconds. And if you want some longevity and you want some wills, that's the one. Ten to go seconds. With. 
terrifying live action. Why would you want to watch Gargles in live action? That's just terrifying. Simple as that. And Three, Futurama is basically two, Simpsons in space. One, we already have stop. the Simpsons. We don't need it. <laughs> stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That was so good. That was so much information packed in like... Oh, that was good. like... All right. <laughs> this is why I'm good. Fuck you. Fuck you. That's what that was. <laughs> All, right, All right. What's next? Who's next, next up, we got we got Mike up next. All right, Mike. Thirty seconds. Right. Go. All right. I mean, first off, you, you can't do these TV shows with a high budget, especially Wild Thornberries. If unless it's going to be on HBO, which it's not, because it's a Nickelodeon prof, or property, it's going to be real shitty CGI. It's going to look awful. I mean, Futurama. That's just going to be like Friends, but with a little seconds. more humor. No one cares. And, I mean, realistically, with Gargoyles, you've got incredible opportunities with a huge budget. You can get great directors. Plus, you have fucking Morpheus as Goliath. Fuck off. <laughs> All right, <laughs> good job. Way, way to make oh. use of that thirty seconds. <laughs> All, All right. right, so Wes, you're up. All, All right, thirty right. seconds. Go, Mike. You have Cowboy Curtis as Goliath. I'm Morpheus. <laughs> if he's an inmate, he's Keith David. Your show's ranked as the 45th best cartoon. Futurama is eighth, so fuck you. Let's go to Wild Thornberries. Out of all cartoons they've been selected from Nick, you picked the most boring one possible. They made a movie that already debuted at number six with only six million. People didn't like this shit when it was originally out. They also made a movie with Rats, which was the biggest property that Nickelodeon had. Nick popped hard, too. My show has humor, the heart, the incredible cast. Four, three, two, one. Wow. All right. That was oh, a great man. first round. Holy Fuck shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard Wes like speak that quickly in my entire time knowing him. He, sat, he sounded like the micro machine guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's next for round two? Machines and terrible commercials. I'm sad nobody picked Street Sharks. Fuck all of you. I was, anyway, I was I almost on it, but I couldn't come up with a good way to make that work. <laughs> I almost did Street Sharks. Also, I forgot this was three rounds, and I blew my load. <laughs> Dude, I totally, for some reason, don't doubt that that's the first time you've ever seen said that sentence. I mean, honestly, (laughs) damn. I mean, honestly, we could just. We could just skip to the closing arguments if you've all if you all got out. Hey man, no, we, we got we got seconds. multiple rounds. Just because he decided to blow his load early doesn't mean the rest of us did. <laughs> all right, hey, all right. He just, he, he, he just has a little bit more time to think because the first one up in round two is going to be Jamar. Wait, did I just go first? No, or uh, I, yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, Mike is first. Mike is first. Mike is first. <laughs> all right, the clock uh, is reset. Thirty seconds, Mike. Go. First off, Futurama, like, please, how many times has that show been canceled? Do you really think a live-action adaptation is going to do that much better? Come on now. I mean, even Comedy Central wouldn't fucking pick that shit up. And as far as Wild Thornberries go, it's great. It's way better than fucking Futurama, in my opinion. But you can't do it well unless Nickelodeon gives up the property to someone who's going to give it the fucking love it needs. Gargoyles, you don't have to worry about those people interfering. Disney will let a director do what they want with it. Make it incredible with the cast and a good director. It will blow anything out of the water. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. right, So I I hope I hope he's cleaned himself up by now. But Wes is up. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, so my show has one of the best casts that you're going to find. I mean, everything one I named is a phenomenal actor and is affordable, so you could do it within the budget. Let's talk about Gargoyles for a minute. There's only 78 episodes of Gargoyles, and it hasn't been back. Yeah, Futurama was canceled twice, but there were 140 episodes of Futurama, and at one point, it was brought back for like four more seasons. There's so much potential here for Five story seconds. that my Futurama show could go on for another eight to Stop. ten seasons. <laughs> All right. Who's breathing heavy? It's Mike. He spoke too fast, <laughs> and now he's out of breath. <laughs> just, just mute your microphone, man. <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Jamar, you're up. Go. All right. I'll make this quick. Um, first, I want to knock down Mike because he basically just took the Wikipedia and put in his character name. So he did the premise of the show and renamed it. He write his own script. So that's one for that. Also, with Futurama, again, it's Simpsons in space. Simpsons in space. That's it. I mean, we already have the Simpsons. We already have great animated cartoons. We don't need Futurama in a live action simply because Interstellar is the best space movie of all time. And why waste our time with Futurama? Two, one, stop. Not a movie, five. <laughs> I didn't have it. See, see, Jamar, you were playing so well to me, and, it, and we literally just talked about this earlier. <laughs> And then you just, just try to like right. slap me in the face by saying I have my kind of list. sci-fi movie. So I had to have my Kanye West <laughs> moment. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. All right, who's first for round three? All right. Is this so closing for... round. Oh, is this, are we on to the closing round? I thought I thought you said. Well no, there was introduction, rounds. three rounds, and then closing, I thought. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. First right. episode, so, guys. First episode. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're we're still working through this. All right, <laughs> all right. So this round, uh, Wes is up first. Perfect. All right, Wes, go blow your load. So Jamar has <laughs> mentioned Simpsons in space twice. Well, exactly. Simpsons has been running for thirty years. It's the longest running show on TV if you don't count soap operas or talk shows or anything like that. As far as scripted late night shows. It's one of the longest running shows. So now we're just going to take that same humor and the you know, future Emma ran for seven, seven great years or seven great years, 140 episodes. Ten seconds. Because there's so much sci-fi potential. Think of Orville, but with more humor, with a better Five cast. Seconds. Nothing wrong with Orville. It's a great show. My show Three, would be better. Two. I'm one, done. And all right. I, I do have a question for Wes. Yes. Who would Doug Jones play in your show? Oh, Doug Jones. <laughs> Doug Jones could play any creature on a, on a planet. He's, <laughs> I, he, you can sneak the him in. The correct answer was Kip, but okay. Oh, Kip. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. So, who's next? Uh, next is Mike. All, All right. Go ahead. Oh, sorry, you didn't say go. You said all right, Mike. How am I supposed to fucking know what that means? <laughs> go. <laughs> all right, first off, let's get to fucking casting with Wes over here. I mean, first off, Seth Green. I didn't even know he was still alive. What has he been in in the past, like, fucking 10 years? Like, really, the last time I saw him, he was fucking kicking hacky sacks on How I Met Your Mother. Get out of here. Second off, he fucking benched Chris Hemsworth. Who the fuck does that? What's wrong with you? Your show's terrible and you should feel bad. And then as far as Jamar goes, I mean, uh, I'm sorry. We, we don't need fucking another Wild Thornberries remake. You don't want to ruin what was already great. And stop. <laughs> oh, man. You, you would have got bonus points if you would have pulled out like a Dustin Diamond line when you were talking about the uh, 
pulling out the pulling out Seth Green. Oh, <laughs> uh, and the correct answer to your question, Mike, is what has he been doing the last ten years? The answer is robot chicken. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. He's a big guy. I'm not gonna lie. It is. Oh, I don't watch Adult Swim anymore, but it is still on the air. All right, Jamar, close us out. All right, so I'm not going to talk shit about you guys anymore. Why mine is the best, and partly because of the casting. We have uh, Max from Stranger Things. We have Sadie Sink. Huge, huge, huge. Stranger Things is just a shit right now. That's all I have to really say. She's going to pull it along anyways. Billy Ellis is just like killing it. She's a super popular person with a lot of young adults and ten seconds teen. So I mean, my cast is just locked tight. Christoph Waltz. Who the fuck wouldn't want to watch a movie with him or a TV show? Simple as that. That's it. All right, cool. So now we get to do the closing Ooh, my arguments. Name is Jamar, and I ended on a positive note. <laughs> I, just, I mean, it, it's not even you know. I don't. I don't have to bang you guys. It's okay. So what do you got for the closing argument? Now that you just made it in your last thirty seconds. Okay. Right. <laughs> Maybe three rounds is too much. <laughs> <laughs> Might have to adjust that format a you little need, bit. You need, to, you need to work on your stamina. It sounds like. <laughs> Honestly, I thought we were golden after the first round. I mean, there, I, it can got it. I got a little bit better, but not much. I, I feel like after the first round, though, we'd have just lost to Wes. So I'm glad that we didn't <laughs> stick with just one round. <laughs> oh man! All right. So uh, who who's doing the first closing argument then? Uh, looks like Jamar. <laughs> cool. So I should have just kept, kept continuing with mine. Am I good? Yeah, go. I, I, is this what, are we doing timed, this one time? Yeah, yeah oh, this one's not right. timed. Yeah, this is just uh, like a complete again. Top, you know what I mean? Like, don't first don't carry episode. On. <laughs> right, right, yeah. right. I got yeah, you. Don't carry on. Don't keep saying stuff. Just like a final closing statement. All right. So I've already. I feel like I did make a really good point at the beginning. The cast is great. Again, Christoph Waltz playing Nigel Thornberry. Just, just hands down, like the perfect casting. I think out of. All of these, I think I have the most precise casting for the characters. And I think I have a huge draw with Hugh Jackman. He's not doing shit. He's not Wolverine anymore. Um, again, it's the longest syndicated t- cartoon out of all of these three. Nickelodeon was so big in the 90s. A lot of people have a diff- deep affinity for all of their shows. So, I mean, that's really all I have to say. Live action will work because it's an actual lot of people and not creatures. So, that's it. All right. Next up is Wes. I feel like we need to like clap after each one. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's not how you clap? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, good God. Wild Thornberries. Got to touch on it real quick. It's had two movies, both of them being flops already. Gotta point that out. It just goes to the show that there's no audience here for it this year. Uh, and Gargoyles, uh, don't get me wrong. I love Gargoyles. I would watch a Gargoyles live-action film. But here's the thing. Nobody that made Gargoyles wants anybody to watch a large live-action Gargoyles film. That's why it hasn't returned for 22 years. It is not going to return after how many times they bring up rumors of it coming back. It's not. And giving me shit about benching Chris Hemsworth, I put motherfucking Nathan Fillion in that role. He's the perfect casting choice for Zach. Like, he... <laughs> You look at him and he fucking looks like him and he plays that character already in everything that he's in. 
He's already slightly overweight, too. There you go. Futurama is, is the way to go. You have years of potential storylines with a lot of great people. And Seth Green is great. Fuck you, Mike. I'm done. <laughs> nice. All right, nice closing there. Thank you. All right. So what I was thinking is, uh, Jason, why don't you go ahead and... Uh, Oh, do I not get my closing argument? Yeah, I was gonna say, what about Mike's oh. closing argument? Wow. I took Wes's to heart the whole fuck you Mike thing. I was just like, right, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Damn. All, All right. right. Go Mike. Go go ahead, Mike. <laughs> oh shit. I don't even know if it's worth trying now, because clearly you made up your mind. Um I mean <laughs> Let's be honest, out of the three of us, if we're going by just sheer idea, I put the most time and love in mine. I fucking wrote a synopsis. These two were just like, oh, I'd revive this TV series. You're just going to have casual <laughs> adventures like normal. No big deal. I mean, come on now. That's that's such minimal effort. Yeah, I may have looked up Wikipedia and watched a few episodes on YouTube, but I put fucking heart and tears and blood in my fucking synopsis. They did nothing. So... As far as that goes, I should be the winner from there. And also, fuck you, Wes, because guess what? The fucking Firefly got canceled once, and Nathan Fillion was zapped then, and it's not going to do much better now. Oh, you're going to piss off the internet, Mike. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I, I will jump on that train and say that Firefly would not have lasted more than three seasons. It would have gotten <laughs> terrible. But anyway, so, you know, right. I, I do have to say it. I only think that the only tears that Mike put into his synopsis is knowing that he was going to lose. I think there was more <laughs> semen in there than tears. Wow. <laughs> fuck you. Wow. Uh, wow. Impartial, right. in, in, impartial judges. Impartial judges. Yeah. Right. All right. So you want me to give my opinion first? Uh, yeah. You know, I was thinking either, uh, both of us can go through and kind of say what we like and didn't like about each one and declare a winner. Okay. All right. So, uh, for me, Man, this is this is kind of tough. Uh, Jamar, I, I'll I'll be a hundred percent honest with you. As much as I love your cast, there's nothing about anything that you said that really made me excited about a Wild Thornberry's reboot. Maybe that is because I wasn't a big fan of it to begin with, but I also had no idea what the hell Gargoyles was, and I still got a little bit more interested in that than I did the Wild Thornberries. So I have to say that I, I cannot go with you on this one. But you did. I think you did have the most on point cast though. And the way you described it, I think, was the most detailed. Uh, Mike, uh, man, I, I oh, th th see, this is tough for me because I like the Futurama concept, but I think it would be better done in a movie because it does need to be high budget and nobody's going to put that type of money into a TV show. And uh, it's um, I, I, I also don't like Seth Green as Fry. I'm sorry, Wes. So I honestly, I'm going to have to go with, with Mike just because I like the cast. I like the fact that he actually structured it and had like a plot line and had a thought of like where it was going and i thought he stayed on top of like what we were actually doing um I, I i have to give the uh the argument points though the west because west i think made the best argument for his show but i think overall i i gotta go with mike for the winner on this one for me all right uh so for me you know, thinking about all of these while you guys are going through and making your arguments and your casting decisions and everything like that. Uh, I, I personally think that the casting was the best on uh, Wild Thornberries and Futurama. I felt like, like, the, and I don't even know if it's necessarily casting. It's just 
with, with mics and having all those people being big, big stars. I don't know how much of a draw that just their voice has, um, which, you know, like granted, yeah, it's Morpheus. That's awesome. But like how many people could pick out his voice versus a bunch of other actors. And that's the main thing with voice casting. Um, Sorry, but, I'll go up, uh, James Earl Jones says Goliath. My bad. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Much better. You should have gone with that. Um, I was trying to be not generic. My bad. Right, right. Um, And I mean, Keith David, what the fuck are you talking about? Anyway, um, yeah, so I I really like Jamar's, like, kind of updated cast of Wild Thornberries. I kind of wish, like, if they were going to make it, um, you know, into a a live-action thing, they would have done it 10 years ago, so it could have been Kat Dennings as the older sister. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think she's kind of aged out of that now. Um, and then as, as for Futurama, you know, I, I think it'd be great, but I, I just don't see it as a TV show necessarily working in live action. I think they'd be better off making a movie and having it be like this big, wild, crazy, like two hour adventure with the characters. That way it's not just the same as the TV show that's, you know, just got off the air more recently than these other two properties. Um, but overall, I mean, I, I, I think even despite the arguments against it and how it's already had two movies that flopped, I do think it now is a good time for the wild thornberries because people are becoming more environmentally, uh, you know, conscious. And at the same time, you have channels that might not necessarily be huge viewership, but they're picking up, you know, like uh, Nat Geo has a show called the zoo, which was based in uh, uh, the Queens, the Bronx zoo for a while. And they just switched it to the San Diego zoo. They have one called the aquarium. That's all about the, uh, Georgia Aquarium, um, and then you have all the different wildlife shows that net, that you might be able to get in on. Um, you don't have the, you know, Steve Irwin right. anymore. You, you, you Jake, don't Jake, have... Jake, 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 Jake. I, I love you, man, but... <laughs> don't interrupt him. I'm, he speaks the truth. I, I... <laughs> <laughs> the man is on point. fuck is what he is. We, we, have, we have had a boner about animals for fucking 20 we have, minutes. We have, a, we have a time crunch that we have to keep on, so let's try, try all right, to wrap all right. up the point. <laughs> so pretty much, like, all, all of the big animal shows don't necessarily exist anymore. You don't have Steve Irwin, you don't have Jeff Corwin, um, stuff like that. Uh, so I think this could actually fill a gap that is missing that wasn't necessarily missing when it was out the first time. So my vote goes to Jamar. All right. <laughs> you got Robert Irwin out there who's amazing, but okay. Oh no, I I, I love Robert Irwin, um and even Bindi, but they're not necessarily going to have their own shows that would cover that same spot. I didn't realize that Wild Thornberries was an educational show. Like when did this happen? I thought it was just gonna be a fucking sitcom with a did talking not, monkey. Did you not watch the show? <laughs> Right. I did, but it, was not, it wasn't the same as, oi, mate, let me look at this crocodile. It wasn't that at all. Like, it was very much like they did storytelling and Eliza learned a lesson and then she also fucking taught you a little bit about animals. It was I nothing did, like, I right, exactly. It, I it teaches you about right. animals. Like, but It was like, as told by Ginger. Like, it was like, eh, I could do without. All right. <laughs> <laughs> My God. All right. So that was our first main event. 
So I hope everybody enjoyed listening to that. Uh, definitely was a lot of fun. So that, that's kind of more or less the format that we're going to have going forward. Maybe we'll change a few things up here and there. But we want to thank everybody for listening to the uh, the reboot, the first episode re- back of the Fanboy Fight Club podcast. Uh, we're going to be back in two weeks with another battle. So uh, while, while you're waiting, you can check out all the other content that Media Junkie offers. So we have a, a nice YouTube channel. Wes, do you want to describe some of what's on the YouTube channel since this is kind of your baby? Yeah, of course. The YouTube channel has a lot of fun. Um, so the YouTube channel we utilize, we do a lot of streaming on there, whether it be Apex or some Fork Knife or whatever Mike was talking about earlier. Uh, we just stream all that. <laughs> Plus, there's a lot of educational stuff on there. For example, it could teach you how to share your PlayStation 4 games, teach you about the Raspberry Pi 3, which is pretty cool. Uh, one that my, or Jamar likes to point out on the podcast is how to repair a Nintendo system that doesn't work because the inside turns green where you can actually boil the 72 pin connector and make your nintendo like new there's a how-to video on there as well there's lots of great content definitely check it out all right awesome and then we also have a couple other podcasts shamar you want to tell everybody a little bit about rogue agents yeah rogue agents is basically probably the best division two podcast um we cover weekly uh the state of the games that are put on by massive and the developers over there and then we also just share like our opinions and our experiences with the game. So if you're a fan of um, Division, check us out. It's Rogue Agents, a Division Two podcast. All right, awesome. So you'll hear uh, Jamar and Wes every week on Rogue Agents. I'll I'll chime in on there from time to time. You also hear Michael and I on the Gimmick Minute Wrestling podcast. So if you happen to be a WWE fan or AEW or a fan of any wrestling in general, you can check out our podcast. We also have another person on there too. His name's Kevin, and he's kind of a history buff. So we have some fun with him, and we just kind of talk about the current product, some of the things that we think are going well, some of the things that we think are terrible, and stuff that you know what we might do instead so we just try and go over some of that stuff and then michael you also have your modern toy fair thing on the youtube channel as well right yes uh well i'll be coming back here later this summer where i'll go through and review different action figures and kind of give my opinion with things of articulation accessories so on and so forth um also with this being the week of comic-con make sure to follow me on instagram it's at cult of gresser it's g-r-e-s-s-e-r because i'm going to have over 20 new designs on t public's website uh that are all going to be themed to things that may get announced at comic-con this year all right. Awesome. So that's all the different things that Media Junkie has. So you can, again, tweet at us and also check out our Instagram at Media Junkie Vids. For the Gimmick Minute, you can find us at Live Your Gimmick. And then Mike just dropped his, which was at Cult of Gresser. Anybody else want to put their personal Twitters out there? Are you good with just the company ones? Uh, nobody cares what I think. Well, <laughs> all right. Well, what do you do? You got anything else, Jake, Do you want to plug? Uh, not, not currently. I, I know I'm, I'm kind of the returning one that hasn't done anything else with media junkies, but you know, maybe that'll change in the future. We'll see. We well, there you go. Trash. All right. Trailer yeah, trash. right. We're, we've been waiting for trailer <laughs> trash forever. So you gotta, get, you gotta get it up. Yeah. But yeah. We've been waiting uh, like four I, I, years. I gotta, I gotta wait for a good one. I gotta wait for a good one. Can you just talk about how <laughs> shitty Hellboy was and just call it a day? 
you could just you could just you could just morph it into some movie reviews and, and yeah. instead of uh trailer trash but all right so anyway so that's uh that's basically all we got for you guys today so hopefully you listened all the way through please uh subscribe to our channels and give us some nice reviews tweet us any feedback if you want to chime in with who you thought won the battle please tweet us at live your or wow sorry that's my that's <laughs> wrong, wrong, podcast. wrong podcast please please tweet us at media junkie vids and let us know what you thought who you thought the winner was and uh, we'll have another show for you out, out for you in two weeks so again thanks for listening and uh fanboys are out <laughs> <laughs>